0: Welcome to the Inventory Professional Podcast, brought to you by Inventory Base, providers of industry leading property inspection software, accredited training, and on demand property reports. Join us as we discuss the latest news, legislation, and all things property, hosted by our very own inventory expert, Sean Hemming Metcalf. With regular special guests listening to our open and honest discussions about the role of the inventory professional and how to navigate through this ever-changing,
1: fast-paced industry. Welcome to the Inventory Professional, and I'm joined today by a, um, a very special guest, David Hutchison from Property Inspect in South Africa. David, welcome. Thank you for joining us. How are you today?
0: Yes, I'm fine, and thanks very much for, for having me on the show. Um, I follow what you guys do quite Quite a lot from South Africa, and we learned a lot from what you guys are doing over there. So it's great to to be on the show and kind of share some of our experiences uh, with you.
1: Oh no, it's a real, real pleasure. And it's something I've been wanting to do for a little while anyway. So I'm really pleased you'll be able to join us. So tell us a little about what you do, about yourself.
0: Well, actually, I spent a bit of time in the UK. Um, about five years ago, I returned back to my home country, South Africa. And in the UK I was a tenant and a landlord. So we experienced the whole inspections market and the deposit market. And when I came back home to South Africa, we kind of realized that things weren't being done properly at all. There was a huge gap in the market and the motivation was to set the standards and improve the industry around inspections. And that was the starting point with with what we did. Um, At that time, inspections weren't being done. They were being done on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were huge disputes around deposits, deposits were going missing, that kind of thing. Um, and when we came back, we also got involved in a dispute. And that just highlighted the, the need for me to try and um, try and improve the industry. And I was moving away from a finance background into something more entrepreneurship uh, based, which I really, really enjoy. And so I set about looking for, well, first of all, I started out wanting to build an app to do um, inspections. And then I realized the huge amounts of money that it would cost, uh, the staff that you would need, the patients that you would need. And so what I did is I looked around the world, really, um, for the best um, software that I could find uh, to bring to South Africa. And um, it was two things, really. It was the technology and the, and the software being really, really good. And then it was a cultural fit with the company that we would get involved in. And that's where we found Radweb and the, and the guys at Inverton Base We approached them and we said, can we bring this to South Africa? Um, And basically things, things took off from there. That was the starting point.
1: And how are you finding um, the app? I mean I, I'm a little bit like you, um, I come from a completely different background and again my my joining of uh, inventory base and also doing inventories was very much led by experience, i.e. a bad one, um, but I had no experience of, of doing this sort of uh, work um, previously. What I found was when I came to Inventory Base, um, they were really helpful and very supportive and, and give me a lot of advice on how to work and um, what to be looking for, as well as obviously just giving me an app you know, to get on with. Because I did try a couple of apps um, beforehand, but what I found was I just didn't get the support. I, I, you know, I, I was kind of like flailing around in the dark slightly, um, trying to almost make it up as, as I went along.
0: I mean there's a couple of points there. In terms of the technology, it's fantastic and and the ongoing features that are being developed um, and the support from the developers for us here because we run the front end support from South Mm -hmm. Africa. um, It's been absolutely fantastic. So um, very, very happy with the product. What you were also touching on there is what I like to call customer success and that is taking a customer. And 99% of the time when we're demoing the the, the product to customers, they are sitting there and they go, wow, 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 um, all the time. Um, So it's quite an easy sell in terms of the features of the product to the customer. What's very important for me is what I call customer success. And that's the journey from someone uh, not knowing about the product to being almost an advocate of the product. So they go from our sales activities that we do Um, our online demos that we do or in person if we can. Uh, We really like to get in front of people and sit with them around a table if we can. Mm. Um, And then from there, it is the onboarding um, and the account setup. Um, Other companies might charge for that. We do it free because we're confident in the the system. And then once you've got the customer onboarded, it's then doing some training. Again, we do the training free. Um, This is on the app. And then from there, it's support. And I've kind of tended to to traditionally be a more sales-focused person, which I really enjoy. And it's strange. My journey now is I really enjoy support. So I'm getting stuck into support, how to improve that. And it's such a vital, vital part of of keeping customers and making them advocates of the product. So when you put all of that together, that's what I would kind of term um, customer success. And that's what we're trying to focus on quite a bit um, over here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got to agree. I mean, for me, support is everything. One of the things that I certainly found when I started was there just wasn't any. Um, And even now, I think when you look to, we've got a couple of governing bodies um, that operate here in England, but I I just don't feel the level of support is there. So we kind of like, to tend to be getting it on it on our own you know get getting on with things and 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 um, hoping we're getting it right which is never a good thing I don't think because there's always room then for error and obviously if you 've stood certainly from a clerk point of view in a property you're kind of wondering well, what do I do with this or how do I do this or do I need to include this it, it, it becomes quite difficult for the user and then like I said then they become a little bit disillusioned yeah the product is good i.e the app but it's no good if you can't actually do the job and so i agree with you i think support is absolutely everything right away from the account management side of it all the way through to being you know in the field doing the job doing the reports um because otherwise you haven't got a business if if you're not doing that um and we both do our own uh, academies don't we
0: yeah so that's the other part of it is Mm -hmm. is the is the training around how to do inspections the inspection industry the importance of it um things like tenant versus landlord responsibility um, you know that kind of thing um which isn't product related but industry related and we've put that together um as you have into into an academy and uh, it's just vital that people you can have all the software fantastic software but if you're not doing the basics and and i think it's making people understand that your output is really three things, the full report when there's a dispute, plus all of your logs of activity, but it's the action list that you really need to do mm-hmm. and your changes. So therefore you need to capture the information correctly in the, in the system in the first place so that you can get these useful outputs. So that's a message we try to get across um, as well as just educating people around the law and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, actually. So um, I've read um, some of the um, bits of information from a legislation perspective over in South Africa. Do you feel that it mirrors very much what we do over in England? Is there better bits or things that they could do better than what we do or vice versa?
0: I'm I'm not sure exactly what the law is in the UK um, now. I mean, I never really went into that when I was there. But over here, we've got the Rental um, Housing Act, which dictates on residential rental. Um, that there needs to be an ingoing and an outgoing inspection so it's quite easy when we're sitting in front of customers we say who enjoys doing inspections nobody puts up their hands why do you do them? Um because you have to the law says that you have to do these inspections so,
1: See, that, sorry to interrupt that that is the fundamental difference with us over here there's no actual requirement in law to do reports it's very much seen as a, a really good idea um, and the only way you're going to get anywhere near the deposit from either both the landlord perspective and also the tenant is by doing a report because otherwise you don't have the evidence to to be able to dispute or claim. Um, but it's not set in law. So has that for you in South Africa always been the case or is that something that's come about because it's been um, people have campaigned for that sort of, uh, of uh, inclusion in the legislation.
0: Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a drive around protection of the consumer, and I think that's where where it all where it all came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, although it's in law, it's not a full inspection that's required. It's a defects list that that it needs to be attached to the list. So anything that's wrong, you need to highlight and attach it to the lease. Um, a bit like a snagging
1: look- list, would you say? Sorry, like a snagging list. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, But what we say is that's fine when um, you move out and there's only the snags that you need to check. But if you need to check the condition and prove it versus the original ingoing, your snag list is not very good at all. So no. uh, we, we're always encouraging people to go beyond what the Rental Housing Act um, says. But interesting, um, on the commercial side, we've got a few commercial um, customers using it for for entry and exit inspections, and there there is no legal requirement. but the lawyers uh, we work quite closely with a really good um lawyer here and they almost won't go to court on a commercial case when there's a dispute unless there's an ongoing uh, inspection so oh, although it's not law if you don't have it you're really wasting time and money
1: yeah that's really interesting because commercials even though they we do reports for commercial premises we don't see as much in that respect, we see a lot more on the residential, which, again, is completely different in regards to, in fact, it's not legislated here, whereas you are. Um, so it's interesting how it differs like that. But the rest of it seems to be, I think, very much the same in regards to the evidence side. I mean, we, we yes, we can provide snagging reports, but I don't think it gives enough evidence, enough information and also mm. understanding, because certainly what I try and say to people when we're training clerks is don't just think about, What the report is now it's also where it's got to go, who's got to use it, how they're going to use it, will it meet their needs. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you have, like you said, a snagging list, just an asset register, as if it were, of all the issues, it's not really going to do anything. It's not really going to tell, certainly, the adjudicator what they need to know. So the report definitely does need to be detailed.
0: One thing I picked up from your training that I, that I saw or, or, or it might have been a webinar that you did was your signposting and we've incorporated mm. that, that into it. And, and just having a slight angle on a photograph or a finger pointing to the issue makes all the world of difference in yes. terms of those, those photographs being useful when there is a dispute.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, signposting, um, certainly from my point of view, my background, um, I, I used to do a lot with litigation cases for the government and from a prison service point of view. So I understand um, the need for very robust evidence reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't just say, well, it's there. You've got to say, well, OK, well, what to what extent is it there? Where is it? You know, so that when people walk in, you, you're telling them, look to your left, you know, on the skirting or, or wherever, and that's where it is, and this is the extent it exists, and there's the photograph to back it up. And what I find some people, certainly um, with maybe landlords, is that they think, well, a couple of pictures will do. Well, yes, you can see something, but it's no good if, it, if you can't actually then explain, well, where is it? You know, what room? You know, what are you trying to tell me? So I always say to people, the written evidence is your first bit that you've got to get right, and at your pictures and your video, back that up, it's not the other way around.
0: It's interesting, um, although we've got the legislation requiring these um, residential inspections, the industry, um, as I say, even though it's required, is probably 10 years behind um, what you guys are doing in the UK. In terms of the quality, people just ignore it, they don't do it, rental agents are not very good at it. It was kind of a, a, a terrible task that no one really did. and. Mm-hmm. The the interesting part for me, from a business development point of view, is the inspection company. Now those didn't exist or hardly exist in South Africa. Um, But it's an industry that we are very excited about and we're trying to grow. So part of Property Inspect is, here are the tools to start your own business. We have very um, high unemployment in, in South Africa. And here's an opportunity to you to start your own business, find a few clients, um, we've got the training through the academy to get yourself up to speed. We've got the software. Relatively low starting point. A really, relatively low cost in terms of entry into the market. You can almost do it part time to start off with, mm-hmm. and, and try and build this quality industry. Um, agents are hesitant here because of the cost. But when they when they understand the benefits and the time savings and how they can utilize their time to do other more income generating activities like finding new mandates etc cetera, etc, cetera, then suddenly they, they start to relax about outsourcing so the outsourcing I think what percentage are done of inspections are done through outsourced companies versus the actual agent? Um,
1: Oh, I don't. I don't think I can give you a percentage, but uh, as such, um, but it's very high, and um, because again, letting agents um, and landlords to, to a very big degree understand that you know to, it's not really time and cost effective for them to do their own. Plus, also the way they look at it and the way we look at it is completely different. I mean, one of the conversations I always have with um, our clients, our clerks, our trainees, our letting agents, etc., is that we don't think about the letting agent or the tenant um Mm -hmm. the only thing worth looking at is the property and what the adjudicator needs to know if we get those two um sections correct then everybody else is then covered it's like um it's no different to um standards if you set your standards high everybody else underneath that will then be covered but um whereas landlords tend to look at it um at their properties a bit more from a either financial point of view or very emotive point of view if it's like the family home whereas letting agents are more looking at it from you know the revenue side of things you know how can I get in quick done um very cheaply very quickly so I can generate the income but that's not going to help them when it gets to adjudication and the report and the information there is just not good enough to stand up um Mm. and I know that all the uh uh, deposit schemes over here they say well, you know we'll accept reports from anybody but you know it's got to have the evidence but to be honest with you when you look at the quality between a letting agent stroke a, a landlord stroke inventory clerk um, who knows what they're doing it's completely different that that the, those two reports are world away from what a professional inventory clerk will produce for the client yeah
0: 100% agree i can see it in the quality of the reports so you you you're 100% right it's a profession yeah. Um, and, and, and we really, really are at the beginning stages here and it's quite exciting because a lot of my passion is around, um, as I said before, entrepreneurship and things like that. And, and, and some of the, the things that we've built into the academy for inspection companies, we broke it into, into three, um, three courses, uh, which is your private landlord, uh, your rental agent your inspection company or your inspector oh, interesting. Is, is how to sell your service to um to the agencies this is an important part of starting your business you can't just sit in front of them and go well just outsource your inspections to me." you need to sell them the benefits you need to understand the issues yes. and there and all of that kind of thing um, one problem we do have here um, is, i think it's just um habits or over time it's just developed but Almost every single rental agreement starts on the first of the month. So we have a huge bottleneck of activity around the end of the month and the first of the month. There are almost no leases that start during the middle of the month. And it's absolutely crazy, but, but it's, it's a South Africanism around the, the, the leases in South Africa
1: i mean we 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 um have a similar thing i mean we always seem to find or i certainly seem to find and i don't know if other listeners find it different but the, the beginning of the month tends to be a bit uh, uh, slower, bit quieter, but the end of the month, certainly the last week leading up to the end of the month when the agents want to get all their, their figures in, get you know, get their mm-hmm. rental stats up and their commissions in, it, it just goes absolutely manic. And certainly during the student period it gets really ridiculously busy. I mean, you literally just we just don't stop. I mean, it's not unusual to be starting at six in the morning and still working till six at night. Um, and then you've got all the other admin side of things to do around that. I think the, one of the benefits, though, with the app that we've got with Infantry Base is the fact that um, we've got so many different ways of completing the report, depending on the uh, clerk's skill set, we're not then... Um, held to one particular person and what they can and can't do. Um, So some people dictate, some people write, some people use the uh, in-app... function for the dictionary, etc. Um, but as long as the output is exactly the same, i.e. we've got the right amount of detail, we're following the same kind of information and methodology so that anybody can pick up anybody else's report and work with it, um, then I'm absolutely fine with that. And that's something I found with other apps I just didn't get. It was either this is how it works and that's it, or, um, or you've got to have a certain person with a certain skill set to be able to produce this report on this app. Whereas with the inventory base app I don't have that problem um yes it's promoting inventory base but I use it you know I've got eight clerks um you know we're we're generating thousands of reports every single year plus um and so I need something that's going to work with us and work with them so that I can bring people on because one of the biggest problems we have over here is not being able to get the um, clerks with the right kind of mindset that, that you know can understand the need for the detail and have the patience more than anything else I mean do you do you have a similar problem or are you pretty good definitely,
0: in that respect? Definitely. I mean one of the one of the things that we speak to agents about is, is, is uh, the owners of the rental um, agencies here are called principals and, and what we say to them is you know consider the function within your business and what is the best um, the best uh, way to set up this inspection function of your business. Is it for your agents to do it? Is it to have an internal person um, who is responsible for, among other things, your ingoing and outgoing inspections? And they become more specialized in it. Mm-hmm. Or is it outsourcing? Um, and you touched on an important point, and that's skill sets. Um, often, the, the rental agent's skill sets are completely different to what you need to do a good quality inspection. Mm-hmm. Um, they are salespeople, they're people, they love to do deals, they're running around doing, um, and they don't have the time, they've got too much going on to have the patience to, to do a good quality um, inspection. So, I think if you if you're setting up an inspection business, the important thing in and, and and this is also about growing a business is to have a clear, almost document of the types of requirements that you need to become a successful inspection clerk, mm-hmm. um, and make sure that those are ticked before you hire that person in your business, um, because you do need, as you said, patience, attention to detail. So if you can if you can understand that upfront during the hiring process. Um, First of all, you can save time during that hiring process, um, but you're probably going to have less personnel issues down the line as well.
1: Yeah, and and that's a real key thing because we do have, uh, or some people experience a a high turnover of staff. Um, From your point of view, do you prefer or do you employ or you self employ? How does it work over in South Africa?
0: For me personally? So uh, I'm on the sales side for property inspect. So that is my job is selling the software into South Africa. And then linked to that we have the academy. So we don't run, I don't run um, an inspection business. Um, We are trying to create inspection businesses, we're trying to create that industry and drive a need for the product. Um, We're trying to educate and and elevate the quality again to drive people into the product. A lot of the education that we do and the academy is really a filter into the product um, yes, the academy is a, is a, is a, is a, a revenue stream as well um, but the real goal is to drive people into the product so that that's really my job um, is, is, is trying to create this industry and trying to sell the product to uh, to rental agents but also look at other markets you know we're getting a few um, larger managing agents, people doing electrical and beetles and, and gas inspections few commercial, few people in the banks where they need inspections done. So just trying to get the product there as much as possible is what I focus on.
1: I mean, yeah, I think you've touched on a really good point there. The app isn't just about inventories. I think certainly, like you said, if people are looking to build a business or based around the app and, and, and around reporting, as it were. They can use it for a multitude of other um, services. Certainly over here, we've got things like Legionella Risk Assessments. Uh, we're looking at gas safety, electrical, like you've mentioned. Um, we've got the hospitality industry, Airbnb, albeit at the moment, I know, you know, it's difficult circumstances but then i think that's across the board um, but there's so many other types of reports that could all be done on the app we've just built a surveyors um, a notes report app uh, as part of um, our offering that we offer it as you know as my business um, so that surveyors can go out and do notes capture all the information get it all date and time stamp, rather than having to um do it on pen and paper which to from what I can see, seems to be the norm at the moment. They haven't really progressed into the tech side of things, or if they have, the tech is very bespoke and very specific to um, which body you go with. Whereas, obviously, with inventory-based app, you can, you can, you know, anybody can use it and everybody can can purpose it. And certainly, now we've got this issue with COVID nineteen. You know, we can't not discuss that. Um, we've come up with a couple of self uh, solutions for self service. So at the moment. Obviously, we can't go into tenant properties. It, it's not safe. It's not safe for them. It's not safe for our clerks. So um, Infantry Base, we've developed an app so that tenants can be sent a report and they can effectively self-report on the property. They can say, this is how things are. I need some help with this maintenance or my smoke alarm's not working or everything is fine, etc." The landlord will get an instant report so they can then see it. So there's no one needing to, you know, um, um go into their space potentially you know put them at risk um because of the virus but also give the landlords and the letting agents peace of mind that the properties are all okay or if not then they know they know what to prioritize and the other one that we're working on literally right at this moment is a checkout option you know for when tenants check out normally we do a face-to-face but the mm-hmm. problem with that is is at the moment we can't do that with self-isolation keeping the two meters mm-hmm. apart um, so what we're trying to do is give uh, the options so they can again capture the vital information so that as they leave they can say right this is what are the issues these are the meterings these are the keys this is a condition so if we're delayed by going in either 72 hours or if not longer depending on you know if staff are operating clerks are, are out there able to go in um that um, there's a, like we were bridging that gap between when they leave and then someone comes in potentially a couple of weeks later so that whatever happens in between we've got an idea we've got some kind of way of Um, monitoring and also capturing and creating an audit trail should it go to dispute so it in a way obviously the virus is is really really awful I nearly swore there Um, but um, it it is extremely um, awful across the globe but there are things that we're able to do to kind of help at least our tenant side of things and the landlords is that something you're experiencing I mean how is it over there for you
0: Definitely. Um, before I jump into that, one thought that popped into my mind while you were talking is the, the agility of the system, the, 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 the speed with which the guys can, can, can create something like a, um, um, self-checkout tenant reports, um, but also the flexibility of the system. So it, moving it into not only Creating reports, but almost scheduling jobs. Um, if you're a service provider within the business, you might you might do other things besides just an inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got an online agency here, and they use it for for almost every visit that their helpers or their network of people in the field go out to the property. It could be um, it could be a move in or a move out, or a midterm inspection. It could be a key handover. It could be a maintenance check. It could be a photography visit. Uh, it could be you know anything like that. So the ability to customize the inspection types um, and almost use the system as your as your as your as your engine room for running your business, um, mm-hmm. I think is important. So yeah, I mean yes, COVID nineteen here has is, is definitely hit us. Our, our president was quite um, quick and 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 did a really good job in terms of handling it. We've got a, a lot fewer cases. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers. We've had a few deaths. Um, but we're all on, on lockdown, um, our initial date is the 16th of April, and, and we'll see what happens there. We're on complete lockdown, we're not even allowed to go out uh, for, for exercise, um, okay. it's just to the shops for uh, for medication and for food. Um, so yeah, we're all in the same boat I think, um, yeah. with no kind of um, idea of how it's going to play out when and once this is lifted. so. Um, the the one good thing about a lot of South African properties is they do have bigger gardens and a bit of sunshine so it makes it a little bit easier (laughs) in in the UK for you Uh, but yeah, I think we're probably experiencing very much the same Yeah,
1: no, it does sound very much... The same kind of thing and yeah we, all we can do is take government advice um certainly from our point of view nhs advice about hand washing self-distancing and obviously isolating if you're um part of the uh people part of the um group of people that need shielding you know your older people you vulnerable people are, are
0: you allowed to move in and out of the property at the moment or are or, or you not allowed to move in and out
1: uh, at the moment, what the government is saying over here is that um, realistically, you need to try at your absolute utmost not to move. Um, but obviously, they do appreciate there are some people that there is literally just no choice. There's, a, there's a, a, a potential to become homeless if they don't because of what's already been prearranged, where they are in the chain, etc. So um, they're saying don't if you unless you absolutely absolutely have to if you absolutely have to then obviously you've got to follow all this, the protocols that are in place to keep everybody safe Um so it's not considered ideal but they also appreciate that some things have just got to happen Um so it's just about being sensible about that and making sure that everybody just follows those those rules and and making sure that you know we do as little as we possibly can I mean from our point of view we're not considered as an essential service and I totally get that and um, that's quite right but equally we also know that people do need to move and some of them for us are key workers like paramedics like nurses etc and for one reason or another they've just got no other choice so we're doing what we can within the guidelines because obviously as you know we can't work from home. You know it's we it's a it, you know we need to be out in the field to be able to do the job so um for some clerks they've decided that they're not going to do that so they're just um they've just literally stopped for the moment other clerks are going out but they've been very very careful making sure that they follow all said again all the safety protocols um you know and spending a little time out as is humanly possible to get the work done and get back in i mean our government has as, Um, given out a very big and extensive um, package for people who are employed and self-employed to help them unfortunately some people certainly within our industry are falling through those schemes you know they they sit in between the cracks as it were and which is a bit difficult but hopefully we're looking to see if the government will make some more um updates of that and seeing where else they can help so some people feel that you know they don't really have a choice but to go out um, so we've got the option we can go out and exercise we can work um out if we are unable to do it at home but realistically it should be essential services only so it's, it's, it's kind of like Simma, but obviously we're not on full lockdown like, like yourself. But in the meantime, what we are doing is is upping what we're doing in regards to um, training. So um, we've got a few more webinars coming out. We're podcasting like with, with your good self. And we've got some other podcasts um, lined up. We've opened up our training academy to inventory-based users for free. And we've also given out... Um, uh, discount codes to users who sorry people who aren't using the system who want to train um, whilst they're locked down because at the moment you know it's not a lot to do so it's good to really you know get your if you're not, your knowledge base or your skills more up to date etc plus also we've got a support hub on Facebook that we run um, and I'm very active on LinkedIn so it really is a case of you know. If you, Ask me a question. See what we can do. Help, support, telephone. Um, you know, and just try and keep people kind of motivated and and busy more than anything else. Because last thing you want to do during this crisis is just sit there and, and get you know um, worry yourself. So it's best to be busy, and, and best way to do that is to learn.
0: Definitely, and I think the you know from a, from a sales perspective, what we're trying to do is. Uh, revisit all of the the, the accounts that were, were or businesses are looking on coming on board and saying, let's use this time, let's get excited about streamlining your process for the future, so yeah. that you are more effective and you are, and you are using technology better. Um, and what we'll do is we'll set up your account, we'll train all your guys. Um, they can all log into the trading, um, use the system, do inspections on your home, and we're not going to charge. Uh, for new accounts until this is lifted so it's a great opportunity to get stuck in get the system working perfectly um, and get ready for, for for when the lights come back on.
1: Yeah and they will come back on um, I think you know it's, it's very difficult to see that right at this moment in time quite rightly because we just are, every day is changing every day is, there's, there's more news etc but it will come back on and I think certainly from a rental point of view um, people then start to move uh, move quite quickly especially the student market certainly over here in England it's quite a big market and um, we're coming up to um, June July when people will be normally going home in the summer recess and then new students start in September so there's going to be a lot of work stockpiling so we've got to get ready for that so that's why we're looking at from academy point of view getting people skilled up getting them ready so that they can literally hit the ground running so yes you know times are hard now but there's potential there you know to pick up and 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 hopefully even that out Um, so it's just about making as much available as we possibly can it sounds like you're doing exactly the same
0: and it makes sense. And, and I think there's a lot of business owners that are excited about the opportunity of getting their systems in place and getting everything ready. And, and it's fun to talk to those people now. Um, and, and they're often very busy. And at the moment, they, they're focused and they're engaged in, in, in your demos and, and how the software can benefit them uh, because they have this time
1: yeah exactly so many times we have conversations people's like oh don't have the time I'm busy can you call me back next week and so, so now we, in a way we've got a bit of a captive audience but in you know we we want to use that to help support and I think that's the key thing um that we're looking at is support help mm-hmm. advice you know just to help everybody get through this do what we can and like I said that light will come on eventually for everyone and um, just the main thing is just to keep safe and listen to what the governments are, t- are telling us and um, do our best that we can. And stay healthy. Exactly very much so well I think that's a really uh, good point to finish on David thank you so much for agreeing to talk with me today it's been an absolute pleasure and we need to definitely do it again and we need to certainly catch up on the academy side of things but it'd be great to have another conversation just about that if you're up for it.
0: Yes, I would love to. We do learn a lot from what what you're doing there and it's great to share ideas. So yes, fantastic.
1: Lovely. Okay, well, that's great. Well, again, thank you so much. Please stay safe. Um, I look forward to speaking to you again. And from our podcast point of view, um, we will be um, scaling up our podcast. So if there is anybody out there that wants to have a discussion with us, wants to go over anything specific that's interesting to them or they think that would be great to share with everybody else then get in touch with me and the details will be on the uh, podcast Um, website um, on Apple and Spotify. And we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you, David. And goodbye.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on the Inventory Professional Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, subscribe to our podcast now and share the love. This podcast was brought to you by Inventory Base, providers of industry-leading property
1: inspection software, accredited training, and on-demand property reports.